Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. 2021 is shaping up to be a fantastic year for astronomical events. So we wanted to present you with a list of some of the biggest and brightest that there will be. It's not a complete list, of course. Check a star app on any given day and the universe may surprise you. But in chronological order, here are a few to keep in mind. March 13th will be the ideal night for attempting to run the Bessieux Marathon. This is an event that many amateur astronomers attempt once a year on the best night of moon phase and weather conditions to try to see all 110 deep space objects in the Bessieux catalog. These deep space objects include nebula, star clusters, and galaxies. Seeing them all in a single night is quite a challenge. You'll need a minimum 80 millimeter telescope to complete the Messier Marathon. So start making plans now if you're thinking of investing in one before March. On April 17th, the lunar occultation of Mars will occur. A lunar occultation is when the moon passes directly in front of another planet or star. It's the lunar equivalent of an eclipse. And just like eclipses, lunar occultations are visible from only a small area on Earth when they occur. This one, with the moon passing over Mars, will be visible only from parts of Southeast Asia. The first great opportunity to spot shooting stars in 2021 will occur in the early morning of April 22nd, the night of April 21st. This is the predicted peak of the Lyrids meteor shower that occurs from April 16th to 26th every year. Lyrids meteors are caused by the comet Thatcher, which orbits the sun every 415 years. What makes the Lyrids special is the chance to see Lyrid fireballs. These meteors are unusually bright and can even cause a shadow. On the night of peak activity, you can see around 20 meteors per hour. And then, after more than a year of penumbral lunar eclipses, which are less impressive and harder to spot than partial and total lunar eclipses, we finally have a chance to see a total lunar eclipse on the night of May 26th. Viewers in parts of Eastern Asia, Oceania, Western North America, and Southern South America will have the chance to spot a blood-red moon in the sky. Be sure to check the time zone when the total lunar eclipse will occur in your area so that you don't miss it. And, as is always the case, lunar and solar eclipses happen together. Sometimes one of each, uh, sometimes a solar eclipse will be bookended by two lunar eclipses. On June 10th, those in northern Russia and Siberia and Canada's Northwest Territories will have the chance to see an annular solar eclipse. This is sometimes called a ring of fire eclipse because the moon doesn't fully block out the sun, causing a bright circle of sun in the sky. This is one of two solar eclipses in 2021, the others in December, and a bit more spectacular. More on that one in a minute. In the meanwhile, we'll see the peak of the Perseid meteor shower on August 12th. This is widely considered the best meteor shower of the year, thanks to its high frequency of activity and the warm weather that we experience in the Northern Hemisphere during August. Typically, the Perseids peak sometime between August 12th and 14th, in 2021, that peak is expected to be on the first night. Look for up to 150 meteors per hour on this night, caused by debris left by the comet Swift-Tuttle on its 133-year orbit around the sun. NASA has a number of exciting missions planned in 2021, though as with all space launches, the dates are always considered tentative until the launch actually happens. 
These include test flights for the Boeing Starliner, the second manned spacecraft planned for the Air National Space Station crewed missions after SpaceX's Crew Dragon, and the Lucy mission to study Trojan asteroids near Jupiter. But the one everyone has been waiting for is the James Webb Space Telescope launch. The mission to launch a replacement for the Hubble Space Telescope began in 1996 and was supposed to happen in 2007. Numerous delays have plagued the project, but NASA seems confident that the October 31st date they've set will actually happen. We know this isn't an astronomy event per se, but it's still pretty cool. Then, after occulting Mars in the spring, the moon is back for another lunar occultation on November 7th. This time, it's bright neighboring Venus that will be blocked by the moon. Like the lunar occultation of Mars, this occultation is only visible from a small area of Earth. In this case, those in Far East Asia, including Eastern China, Korea, and Japan, will have a picture-perfect view of a waxing crescent moon passing in front of Venus. Then, in December, the Southern Hemisphere will see a total solar eclipse. This is the better solar eclipse viewing opportunity of the two this year. Overnight, from December 3rd to 4th, the Sun, Moon, and Earth will align, casting a shadow over part of the Southern Hemisphere. But like that earlier eclipse, you'll need to be up for quite a journey in order to experience totality as the Moon's shadow passes over Earth. It will only be visible from parts of Antarctica, and cruise tours planning to be in the right area on the day of the eclipse. Last, but certainly not least, end your year of astronomical wonders by viewing the Geminid meteor shower when it peaks on the night of December 14th. This meteor shower won't be quite as good as the Perseids in August for a number of reasons, including cold winter weather in the Northern Hemisphere and a bright waxing gibbous moon. If you're up for it anyway, there will be up to 120 meteors per hour on the night of peak activity. Today's episode was written by Valerie Stimak and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other curious topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. (laughs) 